This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Woods 97.3 the fan you know that already that's why you're here came to listen to your pals Ben and Woods happy uh happy Thanksgiving Eve everybody feels good like Friday for for us at least for the radio program Ben's still gonna be working but it's nice man I am uh on on a little mental vacation in my head right now you know how on Christmas Eve sometimes people get to open one present yeah. and then you open the rest of them on Christmas morning. of course you should get to have one side dish on Thanksgiving Eve, oh, agree, and then the rest of the meal on Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, I've I've murdered half of a pan already <laughs> of my cherry Jello salad. It's half gone already, uh, and it's just delicious. I just sit there with a spoon and eat it right out of the pan, and nobody else wants it, and nobody else can have it. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Morning, Paulie. Good morning. Got your new fancy headphones on. You guys You're sound looking good. Really nice right now. Look at you. Whew. You needed some bad. Those dude, are sick, dude. He looks like a producer hear. for a major come, come record label. Yeah, he really that does. he's ready to mix our new put, um, put those on. Our new single is ready to drop, and he's Listen to yourself. he's mixing it together right now. How oh do you sound? man, I sound good in these. Do you? Oh, Rich. how do I sound, man? I must sound really good. You're you a little tinny, good. to be honest what? with you. I I'm sound, not ti- I sound I'm not deep. tinny. Oh, I sound deep and rich. I'm not tinny. I've good never morning. Been tinny in my life. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Those sound great. Those are really nice. Yeah. Stepped it up a little bit. Yeah. Stepped the game up, man. Big year coming up for the uh, Ben and Woods program. We got a walk year. All right. Walk years are big. You never know. I mean, we're we're going into free agency after uh, next season. So we'll see what happens. We have to bring the heat. You guys thought I was insufferable this year. Wait till 2023. You're all dead. Everyone's dead. All right. Uh, that's Isn't that the year where you keep your head down and you don't want to make too many waves? Just get your business done. Oh, no, no. That's what I mean. Okay. Like, you, I'm going to be a tyrant, just so you know. I'm going to be checking phones and 
checking people in at the door, writing down what time everybody gets here. We need to bring the thunder. It's a walk year, man. we got to hit 62 bombs this year. Like, we have to, you want discipline. 100%. Discipline. Yes. Yes. Right. No plays off. None. Yeah. Zero. Like your own personal financial discipline you were telling us about yesterday <laughs> at the auto mechanic shop. That text was sent in, in confidence. <laughs> what, did you, what did you spend that money was on? not for the air. My wife's going to hear, and now I'm going to get in trouble, and I'm going to get mocked by our listeners and my wife. I uh, I texted the fellas yesterday. Had a, you know, I got off the air and and looked around. And I texted my wife, and you'd be proud of me, Ben. I'm doing. I'm trying to trying to be a better, more loving husband and help more. So I said. What acts of service can I provide for you today? That is my wife's love language, acts of service. And I said, what do you need done? She goes, nothing. I go, you sure? I'll do anything you ask. She goes, walk the dog. I said, okay. So I did. And I like hit some balls. I'm like, it's one o'clock. Like I got three hours till I got to get the kids. So I go, I'm going to go get my oil change. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down to this, uh, this spot. Something everyone needs to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So have you guys done the thing? I, all right. I'll tell you what I prefer. I prefer to drive up to the oil change place, park my car, and let them drive it into the bay because they've got that long slit that's a hole. Right. And if you put your tire in it, you're dead. And the panic that I feel of just steering Do my car Do they let straight. you drive yes. in it in some places? This, I've never driven mine into a bay ever. Dude, oh, I yeah. sat in the car while they did the work on my car. I sat in my... Yeah, you just drive, drive in and it's just a drive sit through. there. It's like going to Sonic, <laughs> and you're waiting on your tater tots and your blizzard or whatever. It takes That's the same amount green. of time as going through the drive through at In-N-Out. That's exactly right. Yeah, you can get your oil changed. 15 yeah, plus minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes. So I, I drive in, and I'm like, okay. Guy walks up. What can I do for you, sir? I said, well, I need to get my oil changed. The light's on. All right, it's time. I'm, I'm at the deal. And he goes, okay, cool. And uh, then he says, he pulls up my name, and I'd been there before. So he's like, oh, it's time to do this. Oh, and I would recommend this. It's always time to do this. It's always time. And I go, go, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, sure. And they got you on the spot, right? And I think that's why they like you sitting in your car, so they can. (laughs) You're trapped. You're trapped. And you're like, oh, yeah, run it. Yeah, sure, sure, do that. Yep, yep, yep. It was the total. The total was... Uh, let's play uh, more or less. All right, let's play more or less. I'll start. Okay. Can I? Should I tell you the services that I got? Well, if it was just an oil change, it should be somewhere in the $40 range. And, 40 and, and, to 50 And, and yeah. I know they upsold you on a few things. I'll say I'll start at 120 It's higher. Okay. Ben? 195 it is higher oh, than one ninety. They didn't keep you under two hundred. Now they're risking you leaving, and when they get that high, two walk out the door. Twenty. It's higher than that. Two sixty. It's higher than oh that. Oh yep. Jesus! Colonel uh-huh. change. It is higher than that. Th- three hundred. It's lower than three hundred. Right, okay, okay. Under here we go. Good job. Here yeah, we go. The total in and out. What did they? What did they <laughs> convince you? Two seventy nine thirty two. What 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 else besides the oil change did you absolutely need to get done, or your car was going to fall apart the second? Did you, you get a new car? Uh, I got the uh, complete fuel treatment. Fuel treatment. So my 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 gas has been treated. Is your gas treated? Because mine is. <laughs> uh, with what? Do you know what it was treated with? Any yeah, idea? I got it right here. The uh, complete fuel treatment is treatment. what it's called. Yep. 
Uh, the, I got my power steering fluid replaced. Drained. Drained. It was, so you had it in there. Yeah. They took it, it was out. just old. And yeah. then made you pay to put it back in. Yep. And then this was a new one for me. I I assumed that this existed, but I didn't know it was there. You ever heard of the cabin air filter? The cabin air filter. You have the, hey, I'd like to get an oil and filter change. They changed the filter in your engine. This is in the cabin. And I said, uh, take a look at it. He opens my glove box, pulls all my stuff out. I'm glad I didn't have like anything creepy in there. Because he full on just pulled out all the stuff in there. He reaches back, he unscrews something, he pulls out this dirty ass filter. It's like from, a lint screen. Yeah, in your pretty dryer. much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, look at this thing. I'm like, oh God, that is dirty. Yeah, go ahead and replace that. That was $60. $60. Is you can brush it off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. What does fuel treatment mean? It's the you ever see like the little bottles of like STP gas treatment? It's it's to treat your gas, obviously. And it's like they, four dollars at Walmart. Yeah, it was here it was twenty. <laughs> and they pour it into the tank. So what happens like it's good. My gas is treated. It's great. Did it's you get better your, than okay, yours. Did you get gonna, your fuel injectors your, shuffled? I don't know. You're going to you use get this your gas over the next few days. Hmm? 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 You're going to use this gas over the next few days, and then you have to get the next next time you fill up. It runs. Treat that I, gas. My guess is my etch, very educated guess is that it runs through the whole gas system and treats it, and cleans it. <laughs> Two seventy nine. I sit there and I go, uh huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Just do it, man. I'm already here. Was I'm your here. engine knocking and pinging <laughs> no. on the way? So you had no knocks or now, pings. Is this stupid to say? Probably. I as I drove off, I thought, damn, car's running pretty nice. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was recency bias. Your steering was extra powerful. Oh God, I was like. This thing is running. You barely like, had to touch the wheel and just. Woo, it's whoa, running whoa, like a. It's, whoa, right. it's running like a top right now. So yeah, you got me. Congratulations. Uh, you got me good. I hope you had a. You know, listen. You clearly can, needed can it I more teach than I you, did. Can I teach you a phrase that works well for me in those situations? Next time, I'll do it next time. Next time, I'll do it next time. I I use that a lot. Uh, no, no. It's oh yeah. It sounds like a great idea. I'll do it next time. Then they'll do the, okay, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm so panicked about car trouble that you can get me. Like, I, you got me. It's fine. So that happened uh, to me yesterday. You going to tell everybody about what uh, what you did Fine. Yesterday? I didn't do anything. It happened. Exactly. This happened. It's what you didn't do. <laughs> so um, I went to lunch with my son, Jack. Where? We went to Rubio's. Whose choice was that? Uh, his and mine. Okay. It's, it's one we can almost always agree on. Okay, perfect. Tuesday's a good day. They got the, the deals. You know me. I'm budget, t- I, budget conscious. What, ta- taco Tuesday? Yeah, Taco Tuesday deals. Just one ninety nine for a fish taco. My wife just tweeted, sign this post up at the Stephen <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time, babe. Um, and we had a nice lunch, sat there, you know, but... Enjoyed each other's company for 20, 30 minutes, and then I got up to leave, and Jack goes to me, Dad, your fly is down. You are on, Del, on my shorts. You are Del Griffith, man. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it didn't bother me that much oh, at the God, time. Oh, God, Paulie. <laughs> that hurt my head. I mean, it can happen to anyone. It's not... I, I, did, I hadn't, like, gone to the restroom... It, it, I think it, it. I had pulled it up earlier, and sometimes you know it just gets a little loose. And, no, and I don't. None of down my zippers are loose. None Some, of them. sometimes it just wiggles down at some point. No, it doesn't. 
And I re- with, I was thinking, wow, I remember, like, if this was junior high, you're done. It would be you have to move. the <laughs> end of your life. You have to move. Like, you'd gone around all morning with your fly day. You'd never live it down. Never. Be made fun of forever. They would just call you dong for the rest of your life. And for a couple of minutes, I thought, I'm glad I don't feel that way anymore. But then I started thinking, man, what if there were, like, tier ones and they didn't, see, they were there and they saw me or and Channel 10 viewers. Don Lovers. All they're thinking about is, oh, I saw Ben today. I was going to say hi, but yes, just fly down. And I wasn't going to go up and say hello to a guy <gasps> whose fly was down. Do you, not, you guys not I mean, I check I, throughout the day? I really, I, I check a lot, actually. I don't check enough, apparently. I check a lot. What kind of pants were they? They were my shorts, my gray golf shorts. Are they old? They're not brand new. I'm not I mean, surprised. I'm not, you know me. I'm, <laughs> I like to wear my stuff out. Yes. Probably it, gotten a little... Yeah, now, was it a loose zipper? Maybe, maybe a tight, tiny bit loose. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you toss those in the garbage. You can't... That's some of my favorite ah! shorts, though. You I can't love, risk... I love those ones. Well, replace them. Replace them with the, some new ones. the same replace one. Replace the zipper? Can I get a zipper replacement? No, just go get the same <laughs> shorts, but a modern version of the two. And I, it's... it's it's it, you didn't. It, you're embarrassed too because it was your. Kid. I was wearing underwear, and it wasn't. It was similarly colored to the shorts. Okay, like gray. So I don't even know what was visible or not visible. <laughs> the worst part about that too is you walked around, and you, the immediate thought is, "How long? How, did it? Uh, well, did it happen yeah. during the show? It could have been. It could have been I a didn't while. Notice. I didn't notice. Uh, I mean, I was. I was yesterday. The was, problem is, is that Jack, like me, not the most observant kid. So the fact that he noticed it so. Oh God. Blatant. I was coming back. I was refilling my drink, and on my way back, he pointed out, "Yes, Dad, your flies down." You're like, "Oh crap! All right." Uh-huh. You just start to, yeah. I'm telling you, we're getting older. You start to fall off a cliff. I was driving in my neighborhood yesterday, Benjamin. Pulled into my neighborhood, and there were well, my wife's listening. I'm going to get in trouble, but I'll just say it anyway. There were uh, two very attractive uh, women chatting it up next to an SUV. Uh, as I was driving into the neighborhood. I did not see them because I had... And you ran them over? No. no. I had my finger halfway up my oh, nose, okay. nope. up to the knuckle. And they saw me with my mm. finger, and I just was like, ladies, you don't do you? See, like, oh. we had a stop sign, you always are a stop light. You do a quick left-right check. I was just you lost ever, in my own world. Sometimes I'll even not pull up quite all the way to the line so the people to the side so of you me stagger it? don't have the direct line of sight if I want to do just a little, little clean out there during the during the break. Benny, I was up to my knuckle in this and they both were they both looked at me. I was going, <laughs> you have to go slow in my neighborhood. And I was like, uh oh. And I just at that point was like, How you doing? Sorry. So we've all we're all embarrassing. So a disturbing story we had on Channel Ten last night, one of those little science notes. They said researchers uh, have, have found there's a potential link to picking your nose and Alzheimer's disease. That that people who pick their nose have a higher incidence of Alzheimer's disease later in life. Oh, I'm dead. And- I did see though this morning. Uh, I saw that men who, um, you know, twenty one times a month are less at- stroganoff. Right, less at risk for uh, prostate cancer. So twenty one times twenty one times a month. I'm good. Congratulations to you. Thank you very sir. much. How are you? I'm probably coming up a little short, I, actually. You're at risk? Yeah. Maybe at risk. <laughs> I don't have time here. to do anything 21 times a month except work. Is that why your fly was down yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting prostate cancer. <laughs> 
right, with that, we can wrap Woo! up foreplay Man, for the morning. That was the best foreplay we've ever done. Let everybody know. Uh, Padres fans, this one's kind of exciting. Yesterday, the team announced official uh, three-year contract extension for Nick Martinez. Coming up at 8.35 this morning, we will chat with Nick Martinez. Back in the fold with the San Diego Padres and joining Ben and Woods later this morning. That is 8.35. Talk about the new contract and his new role. Uh, still to be determined, but obviously would like to be a starting pitcher yeah. going forward for the San Diego Padres, if possible. Uh, Taylor tweets in, Ben, Costco has some great deals on golf shorts this week. You're probably going to be at Costco anyway. Hey, I would love go. that. Usually, when you go this time of year, it's all like winter jackets and long pants, and I can't find any shorts right now at Costco. Hey, uh, Josh says, if anything, if it makes you feel better, besides the power steering flush, everything you did was actually important with helping you maintain your car. Yeah, maybe, but it all happens on the same day, and you walk out $300 lighter. But my car is running like a top, just like this program. Uh, Aztecs weren't quite running like a top last night. Uh, After 4-0, I ran into a bit of a buzzsaw in Arizona. We'll talk about the game coming up. Uh, Got a Daily Diddy selection, and then uh, a little more about Nick Martinez's deal for the San Diego Padres. I still don't understand it. (laughs) Dennis Lynn tried to explain it on Twitter yesterday. I just I think I've got every single offseason we're gonna be like, oh, what? What's the status of Nick (laughs) Martinez? We're watching every pitch. Like, hey, he just made three hundred dollars there. I think bottom line, he should be around for the next three years. I hope so, one way or another. Uh, We'll get to all of that coming up. Last day before Thanksgiving. Glad you've. Taking some time out to be with us this morning. It's Ben and Woods. Let's get our first check of traffic right now with Kelly Danick on 97.3 The Fan. Overkill. It's he's on a, about anxiety. Yeah. He's a bri- which we all seem to have at times. Colin Hay is his name, and Ben, he has a brilliant solo career, and he does this song acoustic. It will knock you on your ass. It's that good. It is. What am I, he goes, I don't think you'll like this one. And as soon as it kicked in, I go, 
Dude, this is one of my favorites of all time. All right. I well, love this I'm song. glad that you like it. God, uh, what a nice pull. Non-little theme week going into the holiday, but uh, yeah, a little uh, overkill by Men at Work. Oh, love it. Love it. Right in my 80s wheelhouse, that's for sure. Men at Work was amazing. Love this guy. Great job. Well, I'm glad uh, I've gotten you into some Aztecs basketball. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, watching the Maui Invitational Welcome last couple aboard. of yeah, nights. Yeah, it's really fun last night, guys. Thanks so yeah, much. Last night's actually <laughs> a very, unfortunately, kind of typical experience over the last few years for a San Diego State fan. Got a good team, but every once in a while, they just can't shoot the ball. Yeah. And uh, last night against Arizona... A very good team, by the way. That that's a good oh, no Arizona doubt. team. They got a couple of really talented big men. They got shooters. You got to find a team in college basketball that can, if they're making threes, and you got a couple of good big men. Find me the team that's going to beat them on a night like that. I I don't know that there is one in in America that can do that. So give credit to Arizona. San Diego State couldn't couldn't hit uh, you know water if they fell out of the boat mm-hmm. in Hawaii, as as it would say. They went three of twenty from three point range, and by the way, two of those makes came in the last. 30 seconds of the of the first half. Yep. And outside of that, the other 39 minutes and 30 seconds, they made one three-pointer. There's just no way you're going to win a game against a big-time opponent if you're not making your shots. And Arizona played some good defense. They had a good strategy against San Diego State. Kind of left Nathan Mensa alone to give more trouble to the outside shooters. But it's also... San Jose State got plenty of shots off from three-point range that were very makeable. They just didn't. They just didn't knock them down, and that ultimately was the difference. Arizona made nine of their three-pointers. San Diego State made three. The difference of six is eighteen points. They lost by seventeen. Yeah. So right there, forty-five percent to fifteen percent was the major difference between those two teams last night. Well, that and, and there was a massive, massive size disparity, Ben, uh, between the two teams as well. Arizona had a couple of big men. Down below, that it's not like San Diego State's a small no, team, well, though. It, right? Then you put them next to Arizona, and you're like, "Oh my God!" Okay, I mean, there's big, and then there's big, right? And and who's the the guy for Arizona? The 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 just the tank man that was underneath and, Umar Balo. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> unit, just a pure unit. Uh, but the he, other guy was a big and. I mean, kind of graceful yeah. out there. Um, Tubelis, uh, he had one finish on a fast break for a big man. It's kind of like a, a acrobatic ballet alley-oop layup on a, a quick play. I had My jaw was on the floor looking at that going, wow. I think it put the Aztecs down around 16 yeah. in the first half. Tubelis? Tubelis, yeah. yeah. And thinking, okay, well, maybe it's not their night. And then San Diego State comes all the way back, cuts it to four at halftime, takes the lead mm-hmm. early in the second half. That was awesome. And they've got all the momentum. You're thinking, oh, man, they're going go. to win this one, too. Keyshot Johnson had the dunk and the foul, and they were up to the lead last, I think, 15 seconds. That was it. For yeah. the entire game, San Diego State came back to lead for 15 seconds, and then Arizona got hot again. It was back to double digits before you knew it, and the Aztecs were never able to to really get it much closer than that. Ended up losing... Eighty-seven seventy. So uh, they will uh, play in the third place game today in the Maui Invitational uh, tonight. Actually, against Arkansas, ninth ranked Arkansas, the highest seeded team at the tournament, or highest ranked team at the tournament, will uh, will play the Aztecs. The championship game will be Arizona against Creighton. That's this afternoon at two o'clock on ESPN. Well, I, I it's funny because I I was watching your Twitter last night. What did he end up with? Twelve. So you hit the over. 
Oh, tweets? Oh, 12, yeah. I didn't yeah. count them. Did yeah. someone count my yeah, tweets? Yeah, Paulie did this morning. We set the over-under at 12 tweets. All right, 11, at 10, 10 and a half. 10 and a half, yeah. yeah. And you, you, you smoked that. So if you had the over uh, on Ben Aztec tweets, you, did, you hit the over. Well, well played. I knew it was going to hit uh, as well. But I'll tell you, you don't. I will live tweet a Padre game 140 nights a year. You will live tweet the Aztecs game. I now know why we don't do both because it would be too much to take. There was so much doom and gloom on your feed last night. I couldn't believe it. It's the fourth game of the year, fifth, fifth game yeah. of the year. A lot of basketball left. Lot of basketball left to be played, lots of games, uh, winnable games, lots of games against good opponents that it's going to help you in the rankings. Benny, uh, there was so much doom and gloom. I don't know how you dealt with it last night. It's uh, it's very common, though, for an Aztecs game. Any, anytime they lose, it's kind of the end of the world, and it feels like, oh, this is not our year. I guess we're not going to – they weren't going to win every game this year. Right. Their schedule is much too challenging you know, I know they've had seasons a couple of years ago when they went thirty and two. What did they start out like twenty six and zero or something, Polly? They've had years like that. They didn't face the kind of schedule that Brian Dutcher put together this year. That no they tough preseason no. or you know early season tournaments. Right, uh, pretty soft non conference schedule. And the Mountain Still West was a win little those down games. that year. I mean, that it just doesn't happen yeah. that often. You're not going to go all the way through. It's basketball. You're going to lose a couple of games. You face hot shooting teams. You have a cold night yourself. That happens. It's uh, consistency over the long run and, and getting to the point where you're playing your best in March and can make a run in the NCAA tournament. And we're a long way off from seeing whether so, or not the Aztecs are able to do that. So many games. To play. But it's not like they're going to, you know, oh, well, they lost. They're out of the top 25 forever. My guess would be if they play well, if they win today, they may go up in the rankings, you know, with a two and one yeah. record this week at the Maui Invitational. This is a good one today against a, uh, an Arkansas team that looked really, really tough. I mean, that first game, by the way, was fantastic. Creighton and Arkansas, really good semifinal, 90 to 87. Creighton, um, you know, a lot of people think they could be a final four team. Arkansas has been to the Elite Eight the last couple of years, played really well, even though they're missing one of their star players, but they're also a little shorthanded. We'll see if, uh, Brian Dutcher's deep bench gives him an advantage playing for a third straight day in, in the islands today. And this is kind of one of those games that, you know, not people are going to say, well, it's not the championship. It doesn't matter. Oh, no. This one's no, absolutely. This, it does, championship of a Maui Invitational doesn't really mean anything. Guarantees they, you nothing. When, yeah. when they go to the selection Sunday and the committee meets, they don't look, oh, well, they won the Maui championship or they finished second instead of third. They will simply look at your games and your matchups and who you played. And in this case, the Aztecs are drawing another really good opponent. They could be a resume builder. It doesn't matter if it's a third-place game or the seventh-place game. This is just as important of a game as as last night's, the day before, any of them for San Diego State. So keep that in mind as they face Arkansas. Uh, Eric Musselman's team, who we've had on the show before, used to be the coach at Nevada, a uh, USD guy that is uh, good doing interview a great, if I, if really I good recall. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. Ball of energy, yeah. uh, Eric Musselman. And uh, he's done some uh, wondrous things already at Arkansas in just, a, in just a few years. So that should be a good one tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. All right, yeah, nothing uh, nothing to, to panic about at all. I mean, you, you hung. You hung in, and you, you were ice cold shooting at the beginning of the game, Ben. Ice cold. And you hung in, and like you said, you had the lead, albeit for only 15 seconds, but but you you played with them. You absolutely played with them. And I know there's it, it, people always say there's no room for moral victories, but in college athletics, there absolutely 
are moral victories, right? In college sports, there are 100% moral victories. Hey, we lost, but we only lost by three if you're a football team, right? It's not actually a bad loss. That actually happens, and and so I wouldn't wouldn't get too panicked about I, it. I agree for the most part. I do think at some point when you're at a level that San Diego State is at, you now have to be defined by how far do you get in the tournament, you know, who do yeah, you beat and the who tournament, do you play? But not the Maui Gym. No, not right. the, not the Maui Gym Maui Invitational. Right. Just the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. in March. That's the important part here that everybody's working toward. Yeah, no panic. Don't All right, uh, we'll come back. Nick Martinez. The deal was official yesterday. We'll go through the kind of unusual. Some more details on the unusual contract. I need so much Ben explaining on this thing. He, I saw Dennis yesterday. Lynn's tweet and I went what. Also had a former Padre being involved in a trade yesterday. Saw that on in the Major move. League Baseball coming back to Southern California. We'll get to that coming up uh, with Ben and Woods on a Wednesday morning before Thanksgiving on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Well, guests on Better Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet Find New Roads. We'll have Nick Martinez joining us at yes. 835 this morning. So that's our, we're, we're, we're popping our Nick Martinez cherry, yeah? It's a weird way to put it, but we've never talked to him before, right? Did we probably not a, talk to him Probably once? a better way to put it. No. We've never talked no. to him before. <laughs> Should we ask him about his phenomenal nickname that he has? Maybe the best nickname in baseball. How could you argue with that nickname? You know what it is. Every Nick has that nickname in baseball, don't they? Do they? I don't know. I feel like it's a common one. The guy's named Nick. What? Does Nick Madrigal have it? Probably. Nick Castellanos has it. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and it's probably very accurate. Probably here, too. It's not a nickname. You're like, guys, please stop calling me Big D Nick. Please. I'm begging I you. hate this nickname. I hate this nickname. Big D Steve. I'm down. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Call me that. It doesn't right? rhyme. It no. doesn't rhyme. Big Sleeve Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Big Skin Ben. That does not rhyme either. Skin and Ben? Skin and Ben. Skin and Don't Ben. Don't rhyme at all. Skin and Ben rhymes. <laughs> now... Yes, if you're from Texas, yeah, perhaps. Skin being. Um no, I'm excited, man. We've I, we've never talked to him. We've never talked to him. That's which is wild to me. Um so I'm excited to speak with him and that's at uh, eight thirty five. It time. is. Uh we'll talk about his deal though, the contract that was announced yesterday, uh right after this check of traffic on ninety seven three the fan. And this hour on ninety seven three the fan brought to you by Cal Hope for free mental health help. Visit CalHope.org. I think the bottom line is that after the deal was uh, uh, signed yesterday, Nick Martinez is going to be a Padre for the next three seasons. 
Uh, there are a couple of circumstances where perhaps he can opt out, but for the most part, after he makes $10 million this year, it will first be up to the Padres to decide, do we want to bring him back at $16 million for the next two years, uh, each year? And if the Padres say, no, we don't want to do that, then Nick will get to decide, do I want to come back for $8 million uh, for each of the next two years? Okay. Now, there's a possibility that there's a middle ground where the Padres go, eh, I don't think he's worth 16 but Nick goes, I think I'm worth more than 8 and he could then opt out and become a free agent at the end of the year. But presumably, and if he pitches great, if he becomes you know a, a solid middle of the rotation type guy and is making you know twenty eight to thirty starts, my guess is the Padres will be happy to pay sixteen million dollars for that. Absolutely, and he'll say yes. If he doesn't pitch well and the Padres don't want to pick him up, my guess is Nick will probably go. Now I'm going to stick around and keep that eight million and keep coming back for another couple of years. So I think ultimately. You'll see Nick Martinez in a Padres uniform, you know, barring a trade or anything for the next three seasons. And he's got there's a ton of incentives. There are uh, as well. So if I'm reading this correctly, it's a very creative deal. It's very creative. If he's a starter, there's incentives for uh, number of starts made, bonuses yeah. at different levels like 15, 20, 25 starts. There's bonuses for an All Star appearance. Uh, top 10 in the Cy Young Award voting, I, if he's really, really good. I'm not saying the Padres would do this, but we have seen in the NFL when deals get creative, is the word what we use, that that you, I would, I, I'm just speaking pers- for myself, I'd be reluctant to ever sign a deal with so many incentives, wouldn't you? I don't know because it's kind of out of I your mean, it, out of your hands. I mean, sometimes. if it's like we're going to pay you five dollars and then you have to make all the incentives, but if you get a good base, yeah, and you he's can got a good base. Gravy yeah, on true. top with some incentives, true, 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 I wouldn't true, true. have a problem with that. Yeah, the incentive laden contract does not offset a small base salary for Nick right. Martinez. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, it's, right. It, right. He's getting a decent. salary. It happens in the NFL where it's like, hey man, I need I need one more sack, and they're like, yeah, you're not playing Sunday. Like that, those things happen all right. the time. Uh, but if he's a reliever, he's got similar incentives for appearances, and even if he's, uh, you know, they end up making him like the closer after this year. If Josh Hader's gone, there's games finished incentives. So yeah. really, they've covered pretty much all the yeah. bases of how the Padres could use Nick Martinez, and if he pitches well. He should be hitting a lot of those incentives, as you know, to go with the contract that he's already signed. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited he's back. I'm excited he's here. Um, you know, I, I, there's so much I want to ask him. Uh, I won't tell you what questions to ask, obviously, because we made that mistake last week. Um, and but I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to him. Like his makeup. Um, you know, I know man. that he, uh, he wasn't spectacular as a starter at the beginning of the season, but I also know. Just coming back from Japan and getting his feet wet again, pitched really well for the Padres down the stretch in a number of different flex rolls out of the bullpen. I don't see why he's not going to be able to translate that into being a solid, you know, number four type starter for the Padres next season. So I think good move, good to have Nick Martinez coming back next year for the Padres. There is no question about it. Uh, other Major League Baseball news and notes. Let me start with that the Padres because I saw um, once again. Now it was the UT. Earlier, it was um, one of my TV competitors who wrote about it, but uh, the UT had a story this morning about that Fernando Tetsis Jr. should play first base when he comes back. It's now it's starting to circulate a little bit more as um, as at least a suggestion. I don't know whether the Padres 
are truly considering that. Uh, the argument Tom Krasovic made in the UT this morning was, hey, you know, he could be a phenomenal first baseman with his agility and, you know, the way he can stretch and do the splits and, you know, uh, just his limberness and soft hands. The first base could be a, a great position where he also could stay relatively healthy um, on that side of the field. Plus, with the new shift rules, he'll be able to cover a lot of ground, which you'll need more out of your first baseman than you used to because you can't shift over a couple of players against a left-hander. He laid out a decent case for why you might move Fernando Tatis Jr. over to first base, leave Ha-Sung Kim at second and or third or short, and yeah. Jake Cronenworth at second. If you just go around, you'll get to it. Oh, eventually, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, what are you asking me? If I would do it, I know you wouldn't. You've said it before. Well, I don't. I've also said I don't care where he plays. I don't. I don't care. Else, let me get it on the record, Paulie. I, don't, I guess I haven't gotten it on the record enough. I don't give a baker's f where that kid plays defensively. I don't care. I do not care. Put him in the spot that is going to save him at least this season, as he's recovering from a couple of surgeries. As he is most important. One through nine in the lineup, and he will not be below fourth. I would shouldn't at any time. So one through four is where I want Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, that's all I care about. If it's right, great. If it's center, fantastic. If it's left, great. If it's third, that means Manny's got the day off. Uh, if it's short, super. If it's second, awesome. If it's first, great. I don't want him catching, and that's it. Or pitching. There's the two. Any of the other seven. Have a ball. I I could not care less. You know, as we, long we, as he's in the lineup, we talked a lot about uh, Will Myers and how he seemed like he just was happier at first base. He was, he was so much happier, more productive player. And I think the narrative has has tried. They've tried to squeeze Fernando Tatis Jr. into that. Oh, he didn't look happy in the outfield. You know, would he be happier at first base on the infield? I don't. I think we may be creating something that's not really there. We absolutely at this are. Point, we we absolutely are. And and look, I, I think um, there was a that was a really bad season. And when you're mired in a uh, what did Peter Seidler call it a once in a century collapse? Who's out there smiling and having fun? Nobody. I, I mean, it was awful. It was an awful, awful season. He was hurt. He was in you know playing through injuries. COVID hurt. Co- yeah, everything. Everything, man. Everything. So. Um, I, I don't care where he plays. I do not, I, wherever you want to put him in, that's going to keep him in the lineup for, so he's got to, uh, he's got to sit, what, 20 games at the beginning of the year? Is it 20 or 20? 20. Okay. So that leaves 142. Whatever gets him in that lineup, Benny, 120 times, I'm good. Wherever. DH, first base, second base, shortstop, third, left, center, right. I don't care. I don't care. I just want him to hit. I think that's fair. I, ultimately, when you have one of your most athletic players, and he is undoubtedly one of the most athletic players in all of baseball, it feels like a bit of a waste. Sure, to have him at first base, no question. Long term, at least. That, you know. That being said, you know there there is something I guess to that. That hey, you need some athleticism at first base uh, because the the you're not going to have Cronenworth standing out in in right center field. Um, to take away that that ball, but then again, do we want our oft injured, freshly surgically repaired Fernando Tatis Jr. diving to make those plays? Is that what we really, really want? Because you know his his quote was, "If I get hurt, it's going to be on the dirt." 
First base is still the dirt, and he still plays like his hair's on fire. But so. it, it, remember, that was, and well, I don't know what the doctors are going to say, but that was pre-shoulder surgery. That was when he was going to try to get through it without having it fixed. Correct. And yeah, you had to be super careful, because we saw how many times he threw the shoulder out of its socket on a dive or on a swing. I would hope that if they did a good job fixing the shoulder, that this is something he's not going to have to worry about for a long time. He can dive. He can do what every other baseball player can do, that there won't be any limitations. I mean, every player has a few limitations as they're coming right back from a surgery, but within hopefully a couple of months, you know, all the the reins are off, and he can be Fernando Tatis Jr. and dive away and do everything he wants. That's the that was the purpose for him give, getting the surgery. That's why the team wanted him to get it. Yes, was to take those restrictions off of him potentially, and not have to hide him in the outfield or DH him or tell him be careful, don't dive, or you can't you can't let go of the bat when you swing. Yeah, he all had those to change things, his swing. all those things they put on him. They said, let's get the surgery so you don't have to. You don't have to think about that or worry about that. You can just go out and play baseball. Yeah, and, and again, I I think for him, I, I just look at 2023. I don't look at 2023 as the definitive year of Fernando Tatis Jr.'s career. Ben, I, make or break, he's got to cement his his position at shortstop and be the shortstop of the future. I don't. I, I think um, this year is going to be... Maybe unfortunately, maybe fortunately, a bit of a hybrid year. I would imagine. That's how, and again, we don't know anything. We don't know what his medicals look like. We have no idea how he's going to feel come March or April. No idea. There's no way to tell. Zero. If he is, hey guys, I am, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, I am 100% healthy. He's probably my shortstop. I'm 100%. I'm not 95%. I'm 100%. He's probably my shortstop. I have no problem getting the throw off. None. I'm mobile. I'm everything feels great. I feel like a kid again. You're my shortstop. It's it's pretty easy. Yeah. But the if, the if only not, thing I can't abide by are the fans who go, "No, he can't play shortstop. He makes too he many had mistakes." Some errors. Right. You um, you can't just throw away no that potential what that the, early in his career. What was the Ozzy Smith stat? He, he had at, at some point he has to be given the opportunity to get back to shortstop. It may not be right just, now. It's a conversation because more for what Hassan Kim does than what Fernando Tatis Jr. does. If you just had some scrub who was filling in at short, it's a no brainer. Sure. I mean, it's a conversation. He had a, he had a good defensive season. Absolutely, he had a great defensive season. It was good. It was, it was good. It was great. It was good. He wasn't top five in a lot of the defensive metrics. It was good. It was good. It was a really good, solid season. And he's, but again, there was the stat about Ozzie Smith. You know, when he came up, he made a ton of errors at short. It's a tough position. He's handled it great at times, and he's he's made errors as everybody does. Uh, he also had a terrible first baseman that couldn't dig anything out for a long, long time. So he got charged with a lot of errors as well. Can you ever really get enough of the fan? Catch up on anything you missed with our show, the Coach Gwen and Chris podcast, right now on the free Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the trade yesterday, Woods has a a thought for the Padres based on the move that was made. With the Angels and Brewers, we'll also give you a World Cup update. We have an upset brewing again. 97.3 The Fan.